0: Hey, Purpose Claremont. Um, Hey, just another thing that stood out to me as I spent time with Jesus, um, reading in Isaiah 57. Um, Just wanted to share this. Let's pray, and we'll jump in. Jesus, as we look at just one verse today, we pray that you would, um, oh gosh, encourage and invite. May we hear the invitation to come to you. Uh, But may we also see what it is that you, what you do, and who you want to be with, and where you dwell, and God, may it just encourage us as we think through it. God, we love you, and we thank you for your word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So real quick, in Isaiah 57, verse 15, says this, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, so this would be God, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, nothing but who, who inhabits eternity. Do you ever feel like you're uh, taking too much of God's time, Um uh, or maybe you struggle with this and not talk about God, but um, do you have a, do you just have this thing that just drives you nuts when people have to wait for you? I do. I have this thing in me. I don't know what it is. If people have to wait for me, it just, I, I feel uncomfortable. Um, so that's why I hate being late to things. Um, I feel at times, like if I'm if I'm writing something out for someone and, I'm, and I've got people waiting behind me or whatever, anything that people have to wait for, I find myself being rushed. And I, I, I don't I don't want to push that concept onto God or my view of God. And sometimes I feel like I'm doing it's like I'll just quickly go through prayers like, oh, I don't want to bug you, at least that's been my mentality before. And even sometimes it hits me. But we have to remember that God inhabits eternity, that God is outside of time, and so one second and a thousand years are like the same amount of quote unquote time. He's not at a loss of time. We can talk to him about anything. We can just be chatterboxes. Who constantly speak to him because he inhabits eternity. So us spending time in prayer, whether it's two minutes or twenty-two hours, just straight through. Don't ever worry that God's something going. To, hey, I got things to get to. He's outside of time. He's already. He's good. I mean, it's all the same amount of time. Uh, I think even. I think it's. Uh, I think it's Peter. I think Peter wrote that it's like to the Lord a thousand years is as a day, and a day is as a thousand years. Don't ever feel like you're taking too much of God's time. He has all of eternity to listen to you. So thus says the one who is highly, high and lifted up, he who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. Now watch what God says. I dwell in the high and holy place. And that sounds terrifying. Doesn't that just sound like, oh my gosh, I could never get there. I mean, I could never be where God dwells. Because He he dwells in the high and holy place. Like, who am I to to go to the high and holy place, but then watch what he says next. says, I dwell in the high and holy place and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit. Think about where God dwells. God dwells high and lifted up. He's exalted, the king of the universe, but he also dwells with those of us who are contrite. The word contrite means to be crushed, to be to be broken, um, to, to crush into, into pieces, to collapse. Those of us who just feel like we've got nothing left, God's sitting there going, I dwell with you. I dwell in the high place, absolutely, but man, I dwell with the broken and I dwell with the crushed. And doesn't that kind of make us think that maybe our ministry is called, like if we're gonna follow Jesus, we are called to those who are crushed and broken and feel like they've collapsed, that that's where God dwells. So he dwells in the highly place, he dwells with him who's of contrite and lowly spirit. The word lowly is humble, this humble spirit. So if you're feeling you're at a place of, of brokenness, like you've experienced God breaking you, which is good and this is there's no time in this podcast to talk about the blessing that comes from God breaking us. But in short, when God breaks us, he heals us. And we're healed even even stronger and more healthy than before. One of the greatest, most loving thing that, things that God can do is to break us, to bring us to a point of being contrite and lowly in spirit. Now watch what he says. Here's the ministry that he does, to revive the spirit of the lowly or the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite. So guys, think about it. If we never came to a point of being contrite and being lowly in spirit, then we would not experience the revival of the spirit that comes from God's ministry to the lowly and the contrite. Guys, that's part of the blessing that comes with being broken. And it's what it is that God accepts. If you are to switch over to Psalm 51, verse 17. It's the, uh, David wrote this after being confronted by uh, the prophet Nathan because of his sin with Bathsheba. Guys, after he, he comes back to repentance and comes back to just wanting God, listen to what he says. In this song, he writes, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Guys, he accepts, he loves. The sacrifice that God loves is not this sacrifice where our lives are completely in order and everything's perfect and that's when we go to God. and No, the best that we can give him, the best that we can give him is who we really are. A broken and like a like a smashed or broken or crushed and contrite heart, and watch this, God, you won't despise that. He accepts that every single time. So again, I read it. For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Friends, I pray that it's a blessing. I pray it's an encouragement to you, hanging with everything you're going through. Love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.